Hey y'all, let's talk about making your week a whole lot easier with Factor. Picture this, gourmet meals, dietitian approved, delivered straight to your door. No fuss, no hassle, just deliciousness waiting for you. Whether you're keto, calorie smart, vegan, or anything in between, Factor has over 35 options a week to choose from. And the best part is they're ready to eat in just minutes. But it's not just meals. Think snacks, smoothies, and all the good stuff in between. Plus, it's budget-friendly, way cheaper than your typical takeout, and way healthier too. Let's just say Factor gets you. It's perfect for our busy lives, offering flexibility with 6 to 18 meals a week. And don't worry, if you need a pause or reschedule, they got you. And let's talk about cleanup. With Factor, there's none. Meals come ready to heat and eat. So say goodbye to cooking and cleaning. So ready to simplify your life? Well, go ahead and head to factormeals.com slash blackgirlflow50 and use our code blackgirlflow50 to get 50% off. That's code blackgirlflow50 at factormeals.com slash blackgirlflow50 to get 50% off. Welcome to the Black Girl Flow podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old Black girls working every day to be in flow, and we want you along this journey with us. Navigating love while growing into your own can be challenging. That's why we'll be inviting different couples over the next few weeks on our show to talk about the perils and fruits of dating as a Gen Z and millennial. Whether you are a hopeless romantic or anti-couple propaganda, you won't want to miss this series. Today on the podcast, Liv and Lex are doing some self-reflection on the meaning of self-love and sacrifice in relationships and modern love. Are we really ready to put our self-desires aside for someone we love? Well, we chat about that and so much more. Hope you enjoy this episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Black Girl Flow podcast. It is a hot one out there. We are doing all things summer vibes. I hope you all are enjoying your popsicle shaved ice, your afternoon, evening, cool strolls, um, staying out of that hot heat and staying hydrated. But welcome back to the Black Girl Flow podcast. We're so excited that you're here and we're excited to continue the conversations about all things modern love in our summer series. It's giving. It is giving hot girl summer yeah. but like mindful grounded it's giving earth trap it's giving we love the mushy gushy warm love stories um, it's giving shaking my ass on a yacht <laughs> in dubai but not with my own money with like some random person some yeah. random man me and someone's man isn't that oh no it's me and someone's son me and someone's son That's i follow one too many instagram pages solely dedicated to that concept and i call that couple propaganda <laughs> 
Either way, our new series is all about our take on the couple propaganda. But before we jump into the conversation and maybe not necessarily share a couple stories this week, but dive into a different aspect, we got to do what we always do. All right. Y'all know BGF community is bum, 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 pulse check, pulse check. It's a pulse check time. So Liv, how are you doing? I'm feeling good. I feel like you know, over the past couple of days, I've been feeling this effect of the Sagittarius moon. I know someone's listening to me like, damn, here she go with that damn astrology. <laughs> Black people in that zodiac stuff. Doing you know? the skip yeah. 15 seconds, skip 15 right, seconds. Exactly. Like, what is she talking about? But, you know, for those that are into astrology or just curious, the Sagittarius moon has feelings around like, as diving into the philosophical meaning of life, being more adventurous, being more optimistic. So that's what type of vibe I'm on. And yeah, I've been like reading and revisiting topics around love. Um, All About Love by Bell Hooks being the class favorite. Oh. Yes, being like, I, I would say, what is that? Like your rule book of life? Like oh, one of the sure. rule books books to live by yeah one of the books to live by especially according to Lexi she put me onto that book so I've been revisiting that book and then I started reading The Road Less Traveled um, by M. Scott Peck and oh my gosh that book has just been blowing my mind and it's been so cool like reading those concepts and simultaneously having these conversations about love because it really taps into like what love is and what love ain't you know so it's it's been it's been dope how have you been feeling what's your energy looking like uh I say this every time but like I just can't the way that time feels like it is flying by like it's already almost through June feels so unhinged but like so great at the same time yeah um I'm loving the summer vibe it is giving very like summer like summertime um and so I'm enjoying the afternoon walks and staying out of the heat and all of the like incredible events that are coming and you know now we got Juneteenth like I feel like there's a holiday every month now yeah so just looking forward to staying active and you know keep doing I was catching up with an old friend and they were like what are you doing with your life I was like the same stuff I've been doing it just feels like you know, it's really hitting its routine and its cadence. So just remembering to stop and smell the roses along the way and do fun things that keep the summertime vibes going. Yeah. And it's funny because we were just talking about Enneagrams and you're an Enneagram nine, which means that like your whole vibe is just sitting under a tree, just like (laughs) reading or taking a nap. Like if there's a meme for you, it's like a farmer with like a hat over its head, just (laughs) like a nap, just taking a nap under a tree. And it's so calm and peaceful. That is funny because what we did go out this weekend and out meaning to like uh, music day in like the middle of nowhere North yeah. Carolina and then had dinner and I was like this is the best day ever and it's I like, was like 10 out of 10 was today not fantastic and y'all both just looked at me being like Lexi loves being outside with her she just people. loves frolicking in the grass I'm like all we did was frolic in the grass and listen to folk music and this girl's like going on and on about how this was the best day ever but we love that we love we love grounding ourselves and you know, let's get into into today's topic because as we know, I love a good hopeless romantic moment. I love a good, you know, love story. I love a good topic around, you know, thinking about how we are showing up um, in ways that present that we love ourselves. Like what does love 
really mean. And I feel like we'd be remiss to not mention self-love in this modern love series. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like it's only right for us to dive more into that. Like what does self-love mean? And, you know, we'll be able to hear from the couples, uh, yeah. in the future episodes, but let's talk about it. Yeah. I, I actually think that this is so important that sometimes, cause like, I know what, maybe a couple of years ago, I was like obsessed with the black love series on own. Yes. That was like featuring all these couples under like a bunch of different categories. And I think sometimes we get caught up in those stories and forget that they are individuals Yeah, and that we are also loving ourselves in real time while right. loving another person. And I think with all the amazing stories that we have coming down this series. And we've already heard one incredible story with Maya and Brody. If you haven't already checked out that we do, we were like, Whoa, wait, we need to remind folks that like this modern love series, isn't just about featuring diverse couples and the multitude of ways relationships can look at, but like, this is also about doing both and thinking about our relationship with ourselves. And that this conversation, even if you're single or not single, is for you because it's an opportunity to kind of do that love pulse check with yourself. So I'm like super hype about this because I think it only puts us in a better position to hear those love stories for the fullness of what they are versus just being like, cute, couldn't be me, you know? Right. And it's interesting because when I think about like loving myself, I think about Kanye West because he, (laughs) which is crazy, like he's kind of like the poster child of, you know, loving themselves and just being so enthralled with yourselves. It it almost borders on narcissism, Narcissism. you know, but like the idea- It's genius, baby. Yes, yes, exactly. The idea that like he is always someone that's talking about like this idea of loving himself. For me, I ask myself each day, like, am I showing up in a way that is like demonstrating- that I love myself and some days it's like a hard no because in these books that I've been reading I've learned that you know love is an action and that it's for sure it's a constant thing that you have to decide to do and you oftentimes have to make sacrifices to show that you're like showing up in a way that loves yourself I think in The Road Less Traveled he describes love in a way that hinges on like self-discipline and self-discipline can be shown in the way that like we spend our time so where you're spending your time is a direct correlation to how much you love yourself so if you're spending your time with things that like are detrimental to like your emotional physical um mental well-being like you're not showing up in a way that loves yourself and if you're spending time around people that like are toxic for you or that like aren't aren't feeding your own spirit like you're not showing up in a way that loves you know that is loving to yourself so thinking about it in that way instead of this grand feeling of like (laughs) oh my gosh like I'm gonna profess my love to someone or I'm professing my love to myself by taking myself out on a date like these are such (laughs) small things that we think love is but like it's so much more complex and and it's and I think I used to say this like forever ago, but I was like, it's, uh, you know, it's such, it's such a big deal. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Like it's so high key. It's low key. Yeah. Because what I always try to tell people, whether it's professional aspirations, and I think particularly in this love conversation, it's in the small acts. 
Mm. It's in the small acts for yourself. It's in the small conversations you have with yourself on how you talk to yourself rather than just this. I'm taking myself on a single date, like learn to sit at a restaurant by yourself. It's like, okay, you can do those things. But if you're sitting at that restaurant and still internally talking about, oh, I could be better at this or why aren't I here doing all these things, then it's like, we're not, we're missing the opportunity to really be with ourselves and we're missing the opportunity to really love ourselves. So I think that's such a revelational thought that many of us can start to lean into. Um, But then something that you mentioned beforehand that like, even in our conversations and in the conversations that we hear from a lot of the couples coming on the podcast is this idea of sacrifice. Mm. And this is something I really struggle with because, you know, most of y'all know I'm in a relationship. It's been over a year now. So we're verging into the, into the long-term. And so, you know, that's, I'm always super mindful of like, what, what does it mean to sacrifice and I think sometimes the for me the framing is that it feels like I'm losing something Mm. but it's really the powerful framing of like what am I gaining Mm. um and that I think is like a conversation we really aren't good about having in dating culture right now yeah because I think even if I'm reflecting on why I want to have a partner, why I yearn for like a relationship. relationship. It's because, you know, I want the feeling of someone else caring for me, but I never really think about the flip side of the coin of the pain or like the sacrifice yeah. that part of love and I or feel like, you caring for somebody else or me caring for someone else we don't, think, <laughs> we don't think about it in this way because we're just so focused on oh I want someone to accompany like on this trip I want yeah. a vacation I want someone to like love me unconditionally instead of thinking about all of the sacrifices that yeah. you're gonna have to make to be with someone because I we were talking about this earlier, we get so caught up in the falling for because yeah. honestly, understandably so, because we are we fed. Li- we are literally fed from such a young age. Yeah. Like we thought the couple propaganda was recent, not nah, Disney Channel, bro. Disney movies. Disney movies is the, the godfather of <laughs> couples okay. propaganda. All right. And so we get caught up in like this infatuation of oh my gosh, like, I just want to be with someone because it just looks so beautiful. It's so grand. But like, once that part wears off, you recognize, wow, like, I'm with a whole other human that has a whole bunch of like (laughs) different life experiences than I've experienced. Yeah. And we really don't be seeing eye to eye all the time. Yeah. And now I'm in the situation where, you know, this love has worn or not, I want to say this love is one, but this like feeling of love has worn off. Mm, And mm. now I'm like, okay, what do I do with this person? Yeah. Because I've invested so much time and I, and I'm trying to get almost, I think a lot of people you hear in marriages, like, you know, they might fall out of love with their partner and then they try to go back to that feeling, but it's like, it's not a feeling. It's literally (laughs) a choice that you have to make um yeah and I'm curious to hear like in your relationship because like yeah you mentioned that you've been together like for a year and you guys both come from different like multicultural backgrounds um he's and he comes from an immigrant family and is Muslim and you know their conversations conversations that you guys are even having um when it comes to like your future so like what has that looked like 
for you? Yeah. Uh, like I said, just the, the idea of, at least for me and, and still trying to figure out what compromise looks like and, and what sacrifice looks like, because it, for me, it's such the framing of now I get another person to help make decisions with and, right. you know, together and this idea of it. So I think for me, the the, the conversations that we've had, you know, the compromise can be anything from like, where are we going to dinner tonight? Right. Like the little nitty gritty things. And again, it's like, in my opinion, those are the important ones because how we decide those small decisions is a small act of like how I'm going to feel seen or heard in much bigger decisions. Mm -hmm. And luckily for us, we haven't had to make too many like massive decisions. We've really been able to support each other in a lot of things that we've decided and just beginning to think about like, okay, yeah, what, what would next steps look like? And sometimes it really is you can have a conversation over, you know, a million things that haven't happened. But really the decisions and what matters is how you're treating each other in the moment Mm -hmm. and being with kindness and being with honesty and transparency. And those are easier things said than done sometimes. But um, I think for me, what I really value is, and I think what I credit a lot of the success, and I told you this too, was just like doing the ego work beforehand. And I honestly think that that's a sacrifice. Like that's a compromise of that. Like before I even meet this person, I have no idea. And that's what many of us as single people are. Like we can idealize a person. But remember what I always used to say, I was like, I have no idea what he could look like, sound like, be like, like, Mm -hmm. don't even ask me. Cause I, I don't even know. Like I wouldn't even trust myself to pick him out in a haystack Yes, or in a line. And so I feel like as we've really been thinking about this, I'm like, that's the sacrifice in the compromise is that you're doing the self work on yourself in absence of the other person, knowing it's going to benefit you in the moment, benefit the other person in the moment, because it's not fun sometimes doing this like healing work and really un- unearthing. Yeah. Liv, Liv is shaking not, her head. Be like, it's for the healing. People make healing sound so like, effortless and walking on clouds exactly like oh my god I found myself like no like I'm literally crying in the shower like journaling my feelings yeah and I I don't know how I feel yes yes and in my mind I'm like the the relationships that I hear or really successful are the folks who are willing to do that work either in real time with the relationship because they started together really young and they had to do that together mm-hmm. or the ones who were really intentional about creating the space for that before their relationship, even within it. And I think that to me, that's such an important sacrifice because when you bring in that ego into the conversation and you start acting as if your relationship is transactional as if somebody owes you something as if it's a scoreboard nobody wins literally nobody wins and that's the result of not I think and that's why I think it's so important to have sacrifice and compromise even if it's cringy for me and to hear that it's like but that's a value add in a lot of ways and I feel like to me when I reflect on like that's actually the biggest sacrifice I was committed to that work 
so much more beforehand before anybody even showed up and still didn't prepare me for every conversation we were going to have um in the real time in you know like even just thinking about like I I remember I asked and I was like can I still get you a Christmas present because like you care about the person and what do we thought you know get people Christmas presents over the holidays and his birthday is in January. So he was like, you could just give it to me on my birthday. And I was like, oh, no, it's right. not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. So it's yeah. like tiny things. But if my ego was all wrapped in that, you would you might lose the opportunity to see your partner in a new light. So yeah. that's really how I feel like I've been understanding the sacrifice in relationship to new heights. Yeah, I feel like you hit on so many different things just now. Because I think for me, and this journey of self-love and this journey of healing, I really had to unpack a lot of the ways that my ego like gets in the way of my growth. And like when you are someone that oftentimes like feels like you're right in a lot of different ways, Ooh. having to come to terms and like even do small things like apologize or like having to recognize when you're projecting onto someone like it's in those moments where you're like, okay, maybe I should like check my ego at the door before I can even start thinking about inviting someone else into this little circle. Because, (laughs) you know, there are so many parts of our childhood that like, you don't even realize impact the way that like, we show up in relationships, not even romantic, but just like platonic relationships. And I think being able to witness like the way that you move solo and then also in a relationship it's taught me a lot about um just I guess sticking in my own lane and like working on fundamental parts of like adulthood you gotta get the fundamental (laughs) (laughs) like, like I think I kind of tell you all the time that when I was watching you before you even got into this relationship you had already poured so much into trying to understand yourself do the inner work, provide for yourself, like, you know, cook, do like, take care of your physical health, like all these different things. And then eventually like that person came and like added to your life. And, you know, Lexi saw me a couple of days ago. I was so <laughs> lovesick. Y'all. I was like, oh my God, I'm so ready to meet my husband. Like, <laughs> take, me to Trader re- Joe's. take me to Trader Joe's because I'm ready. I know he's out there. Like I was literally Although we, convinced. No, we did think we saw him today. Okay. I know we, for a fact I saw my husband today. I think we're very clear on that. That's neither here nor there, but let the record show. That he is somewhere out there. I didn't didn't see her. But the thing about it is like, I was literally so lovesick and I was like, so like fiending for a partner. But as I've been reading these books, I am like, am I just extremely lonely? And I, am I just like looking for someone to fill that void? Like, that's a hard question. I don't, I don't feel like I'm someone that like needs to be dependent on anyone, but like, what is your motivation for trying to find someone so young? Like we're all on this journey of like understanding ourselves more, understanding our spot in the universe. And we're just like, okay, the one thing that we're all collectively focused on is finding bae, finding a partner, finding a husband, finding a wife. And an LP. Yeah, it's like lifelong partner. And I just think that like, it's important to ask ourselves these questions on, are we even showing up in ways that like 
actually demonstrate that we love ourselves? Because if the answer is no, then how are we expecting to give that love to someone else? If you don't love yourself, how are you expecting to give it to someone else? And I look at myself as someone that loves myself, but like on the daily, I do things that don't demonstrate my love for myself. I don't get eight hours of sleep. (laughs) I don't, I'm not working out. I'm not feeding my spirit. Like when I decide to go against like creating like and diving into my creativity that's not showing myself that I love myself and I think it's important it's not saying all this in the I could be doing so much better it's just saying it is like look at that opportunities to actually love on myself every single day absolutely and And the little things in the little things and we would be remiss to not close out this conversation without bringing up some uh interesting social media trends uh, recently and I will be the first one to say they're hilarious. Yeah. And we've all heard them. Y'all know what I'm talking about. That he's a 10, but he calls his mama every single day. So he's an automatic six. Or <laughs> he's a four, but he six four. He's an automatic eight, right? Yeah. We've all seen it on social media. And as hilarious as it is, I do think we have to be mindful of how content like that might actually be perpetuating that harm or reframing our ideas uh, around expectations for sacrifice within relationships and compromise. Because if we're over here not letting somebody call their mama, if it's in a toxic way, call that for what it is. But also, maybe you need that in your life. Like someone who's got a good, nice relationship. Maybe his mama got health issues. And I hate (laughs) that that person that's like, you don't know what they're going through. But sometimes when we approach things in such that way, and I know Liv, you've talked a lot on your YouTube channel about just like living single and the dating app culture. And I think people definitely go check that out. I think when we have this conversation about sacrifice, we also have to be mindful of when we're contributing to that still individual ego standard within dating culture, because talking to all these couples just puts me in my feels of the amount of love that's actually available in this world. Mm. And with all the gnarly, you know, disturbing stuff that's going on, it's like, I want to be in spaces that feel good like that. And that's what we're trying to bring to the Black Girl Flow community. And that's what y'all have been rocking heavy with us about. And so as hilarious as they are, and I definitely kikied and definitely said my own thinking that I was hilarious. Yeah. Just knowing that does, is that really helping us get to the loving, like life filled with love that we want for ourselves um, moving forward? I I think that that's a beautiful way to end this episode because like, look, I know I'm not the only one with the with the roster of things of like what I look for in a partner, but you know maybe it's time that we like ditch some of those strict rules and like you know I don't know start being a little bit more flexible, more open minded. Take what I'm saying with a grain of salt because I <laughs> I, I definitely will do report like, back. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> do like what I like, but I do completely agree with what you're saying. Like let's let's try not to perpetuate like negative stigmas around certain things and like let's let's make sure that we're always in the mindset of like moving forward moving with love moving with light like and putting ourselves first so (laughs) please let us know how y'all self-love journey has been um you know what are some things that you've learned what are some themes that have come up for you and i'm super excited to continue this modern love series 
Me too. And so we can't wait to, for y'all to tune in next week. And until then, peace, love, blessings. Bye, y'all. Bye. All right. That wraps up our episode this week. Don't forget to go check out Black Girl Flow Podcast on social media. And even check out our new YouTube channel to continue the conversation there. We really appreciate if y'all could rate and subscribe our channel. And with that said, see you all next time. Rest well, folks.